are y'all, and we are here for another two hours of Southern Fun. I'm John Rawl, and thank you for joining us here. We've got an action-packed show headed your way today. We've got an ACC spotlight later this hour with Jonathan Lifeite. We'll get Jonathan's take on how the ACC fared in the 2020 NFL Draft, plus more feedback on the firing of Danny Manning as the head coach of the Wake Forest basketball program. All that coming up. Plus, we'll also hear from the head coach of the Georgia Tech football team, Jeff Collins. He was just interviewed by Jonathan's compatriot there at 24-7 Sports. And Jeff Collins is specifically talking about this modern era of marketing players and how players can benefit from their likeness. And we'll hear the head coach of the Yellow Jackets later this hour as part of our ACC Spotlight. Also this hour, we have a y'all.com update. If you want to go out and work in the garden, we've got some good, good things going on from an outdoors perspective to tell you about. As we have an article, Homegrown Food Summit will be free and online. And we've got all the details that we'll tell you in the next segment. Plus, speaking of working out in the garden, maybe you've got some tomatoes that will be coming ripe here pretty soon. There's an incredible recipe up right now on y'all.com, tomato basil relish. And Clark Shelton, our editor, has that up. We'll tell you some of the highlights as we walk through the y'all.com feature in the next segment. We also have headlines from across the South that we're about to cover here as we start out today's show. Don't forget, an hour or two today, our friend Precious Harris will be back on with the Nashville Music Line, all that's going on in Music City. Plus, we've got hashtag hullabaloo, and we found something really funny about a nurse in Tennessee who's going off on social media about people touching their face. That it's okay if you touch your face. The world's not going to come to an end. You'll just have to hear it. All that is coming your way in this second hour of our show. Hey, to connect to us here on the Y'all Show, it's so easy. All you have to do is call 803-816-1170. You can text or call that number. We're available 24-7-803-816-1170. It's the show that's all about the South, and we want to hear from you. We also want you to subscribe and bookmark us and like us and all the other fun things that you need to do. To do that, just go to our website, y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. Y'all, the ultimate guide to the South, and we've got so much stuff going up there every day, including the Y'all Show put up on the pages of y'all.com. Check it out. Again, bookmark it, and then go to our Facebook page for the website, and that's y'all.com on Facebook. And look at the incredible stories that we're posting there, as well as our Y'all TV, our live television productions are going up every day on the y'all.com Facebook page. And all of this is our effort to serve you, the South, with two hours and, and 24 hours, if you want to call the website open 24-7, which it is. Yes, we do a two-hour Y'all talk show here, but we also have our Y'all website, and we're doing everything we can to be the ultimate guide to the South and the ultimate show for the South. And we just can't thank y'all enough for being along with us. Well, we know now that the country is slowly, slowly opening up. We've got some coronavirus stories to tell you about. As the country slowly opens up, there's actually some data coming out about some of our Southern states and their social media and their I guess their social distancing would be the more correct term. Their social distancing habits, and there is a website that tracks all that. And there's one southern state that's just, it's just come out, this latest update. And there's a southern state that's getting an F. It's the only state in the country that's failing uh, with an F grade 
when it comes to social distancing and i'll tell you who it is and frankly well the south we're not doing very good at all according to this website when it comes to social distancing i'll i'll give all the southern states their grades here in a handful of seconds as we go into the headlines of today's y'all show we'll start off talking something outside of the coronavirus a reality tv star ashley minnie ross has died in a wreck in the state of georgia known as miss minnie she died of injuries in a wreck monday at grady memorial hospital in atlanta as she was a star on the show little women atlanta and her representative there with the network that covers her show has died of these injuries in a wreck in georgia the wreck happened late sunday night on a road south of atlanta the city of south fulton police did not immediately respond to requests for comment on the tuesday morning the lifetime series follows the lives of a group of women with dwarfism trying to make it big in atlanta's hip-hop and rap music scene and again one of the stars of this show ashley ross of the little women atlanta known as miss minnie dying monday at grady memorial hospital in downtown atlanta after unfortunately dying in in a car wreck here this week update from the city of new orleans not the train but the actual city the former mayor the guy that got famous with hurricane katrina ray nagin he's currently out of prison due to the coronavirus threat going on throughout the country the 63 year old got out of federal prison on monday and is now home with his family in the dallas texas area with his brother-in-law cedric smith nagin was sentenced to 10 years in prison back in 2014 on multiple counts including wire fraud money laundering bribery and more those charges relate to crimes that happened before and after hurricane katrina struck back in 2005 ray nagin was mayor of new orleans from 2002 until 2010 and now out of prison his release comes as the federal bureau of prisons allows inmates who may be vulnerable to contracting covid19 and have served more than half of their sentence for a nonviolent crime to be sent home the new coronavirus causes fever fever and cough but also milder cases of pneumonia as the risk of death is greater for older people and those with other health problems nagin by the way has served about 56 percent of his sentence he's scheduled to be released in september of 2024 but could get out earlier if he is on good behavior but unfortunately the former mayor of new orleans again getting sentenced for those 10 years of prison at 63 years old something tells me ray nagin may not be going back to prison as he'll likely and if i had to take a guess get some kind of early dismissal and and uh, an unfortunate fall from grace for the guy that again was all over the television after katrina came through and uh, a lot of criticism came his way frankly i I don't think he was totally guilty if you want to know my one cent opinion on that the new orleans levy board failed in their effort to protect new orleans over the course of decades there was a lot of money misspent through the years that could have helped sort of uh, buffer the 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 levy system of new orleans this guy just happened to be the mayor at the time and i thought he did as as good a job as you could do when your city literally became underwater as most of the city of the big easy did back in 2005 but all those other things he was doing before and after the hurricane came through that area is why he ended up landing in a jail cell now speaking of jail cells and the coronavirus Get this, out of East Tennessee, nearly 600 inmates at a Bledsoe County Correctional Complex there, 600 inmates have now tested positive for the coronavirus and the staff's being blamed for the outbreak. 
as the COVID-19 is just as as expected. And part of the reason Mayor Nagin is out of prison, it is just devastating within a correctional system. As Tennessee Department of Corrections Chief Medical Director says, the overwhelming number of cases can be traced back to the community working at the prison for failing to practice proper social distancing. As Director Kenneth Williams said, that perception is misguided in the fact that where it will actually start is not in the prison and then come out into the community. It is, in fact, the other way around. Yes, so there at the Bledsoe County Correctional Complex in Pikeville, Tennessee, that's to the north, uh, north, sort of northwest, not too far from Chattanooga, is where, again, nearly 600 inmates within the Tennessee Correctional system there now positive for the coronavirus just devastating a celebrity has died of the coronavirus grammy nominated gospel singer troy sneed has died in jacksonville florida he earned a grammy nomination for his work on the youth for christ 1999 album higher as he traveled throughout the country during his career to sing gospel with the georgia mass choir he arranged music on their albums and appeared with the choir in the 1996 film the Preacher's Wife, that starred Whitney Houston and Denzel Washington. Troy Sneed was 52 years old, and he lived in the Perry, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida area, had an album out called Bless That Wonderful Name that was released by Savoy Records in 2001, and All Is Well released back in 2012, and it charted on the charts as well. Troy Sneed, a gospel singer, a native of Perry, Florida, he played football at Florida A&M, has died as a result of the coronavirus. Unfortunately, another celebrity, another singer succumbing to the illness. The illness is not only hurting people with their lives and their, their bodies are suffering. If they're lucky, they can recoup. But colleges are really taking it hard. And a Power 5 program out of the ACC, Virginia Tech, it's just been announced that Virginia Tech could lose up to $240 million because of the virus. University President Tim Sands said in a statement over the weekend that an estimated 50 to $67 million drain is going to be happening during the spring and summer semester. The financial hit that the school is taking from canceled sport events, housing, and other revenue streams, and it will make the year extremely challenging. The president says Virginia Tech is estimating to lose an additional 48 to $240 million in the fall. School officials will announce in early June if there is going to be tuition increases at Virginia Polytechnic and State University there, Blacksburg, Virginia. As it's if Virginia Tech is struggling with those kind of numbers, possibly losing up to $240 million from the coronavirus, good Lord what it's doing to all the other smaller colleges around the the country and the South in particular. Now to Knoxville, and an update from a university that's located there would be the University of Tennessee and a bizarre story coming from Neyland Stadium. Two people have now been charged for attempting to steal more than $600 worth of beer from Neyland Stadium in Knoxville. Five people were seen on security cameras inside the football stadium Saturday night. And when police arrived, two of the suspects were carrying 24 beers apiece. As it turns out, beers are 12 to $13 apiece at Neyland Stadium. So the value of the beer, according to the warrant, was $624. Arrested were 20-year-old Rachel Barber of Nashville and 19-year-old Spencer 
Nagoya of Osceola, Indiana, all arrested on burglary charges after admitting to crawling under the fence and trying to steal beer from Neyland Stadium, which, if that beer's there, it's probably been there since football season ended in November, so we're talking six-month-old beer that's been at Neyland Stadium going through the winter and some hot temperatures here lately. Not probably not very good beer even at if you go to the stadium which again beer sales were just allowed at neyland stadium and throughout the sec during the 2019 season 12 to 13 dollar beers even at that not worth the effort there to these knuckleheads barber and nagoya of osceola indiana and uh yeah don't don't get are we are we that desperate evidently so there it could have been a, a prank gone bad there at neyland stadium but Yes, maybe the coronavirus, and this is a, a really bad thing to say, but I'll just tr- try to say it to put a smile on your face. Maybe the Lord's trying to give us the coronavirus because, remember, for the first time ever last year, we allowed beer sales at a lot of our colleges around the country, including the, the SEC, the ACC, and more. And you, know, you can't go against God. I, I'm, I'm somewhat kidding here, but yes, yes, you allow beer sales in Isle of Nowhere, boom. Something called the coronavirus stops our country dead in its track. Not discounting the fact that we've had so many thousands of our great Americans pass away from the virus, for sure. Now, a bunch of celebrities are coming together to try to help out with a global virus relief live stream. And several Southerners are going to be taking part on this 200-star-studded participant 24-hour global live stream event. It's called The Call to Unite, and it will start Friday evening. And we'll offer performances and conversations about overcoming the challenges of the pandemic. And some of the Southerners featured on this, again, Call to Unite event Friday evening. Mississippi slash Tennessee's Oprah Winfrey, Georgia girl Julia Roberts, and Texas's George W. Bush. This, again, is a 24-hour global event that you can find throughout the country other people from the south included on this include jennifer garner of west virginia and texas their own eva longoria out of the corpus christi area and a bunch of other big time celebrities all participating in this event it will be live streamed at unite.us also live streamed on facebook youtube twitter twitch linkedin and sirius xm stars So if you need some exciting things to tune in and see this weekend, starting Friday evening, call to Unite with a 24-hour global live stream with more than 200 star-studded participants. There goes my weekend plans for sure. Speaking of a star and speaking of the coronavirus, I happen to be kind of surfing around YouTube and I found an interview courtesy of 24-7 Sports and josh pate who works for that website and our own jonathan website works for that website which by the way jonathan will be on in just a few minutes with his acc report and we'll talk about all that's going on in the atlantic coast conference josh pate does a lot of videos for 24 7 sports online and i just found a video he just posted where he interviewed the university of texas one of their greatest alums matthew mcconaughey the actor who's currently quarantined in austin and i'll give matthew a lot of credit okay we know he's a great actor 
but he's a little bit kind of a, a free spirit, if you will. He, he likes to light it up from time to time. And I don't know if he had had it lit up when he did this interview, but he actually made a lot of sense talking to Josh Pate. It was a very, very good ad- article, very good interview. You can go to YouTube and find 24 Sports, their channel on YouTube, and find this roughly 25-minute long interview between 24-7 Sports' Josh Pate and actor Matthew McConaughey, the Texas X. And they talked a lot about football, but they talked about social distancing. And I want you to hear this kind of this statement from Matthew McConaughey. It'll, it'll give you pause. It'll, it's, it's a very well-put statement from this actor and University of Texas alum, a proud horn. Here's Matthew McConaughey and his thoughts on what's going on right now with COVID-19. Just keep living, man. And that's a different thing for different people right now in ways that you just you just said it. Look, I sit here in a privileged situation right now. I have a job where I have the money where I don't, I'm not worried about paying my rent this weekend. I have a freezer full of steaks, like I told you at the beginning. All right, I got three kids that are healthy, my wife and I got, and I was able to get my mother, 88-year-old mother here to my house. That's a damn privileged situation that I'm, I'm happy to be in. That's not everyone's situation. As I said earlier, you've got people who are out of a job that needed to work this week to pay their rent at the end of the month. You got people that need to put some food on the table. You got you got people with three kids at home that aren't healthy like mine. They all have runny noses right now. They're driving them freaking crazy right now, and they feel like they're going to snap. They're trapped in a house with someone that they only like seeing maybe a couple hours a day, and now it's about eighteen hours a day. Be cool. It's going to take fortitude. It's going to take some strength. No, and just remember this. It's going to pass. And I find that every time we're reminded that, hey, this too shall pass, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, even though we don't know exactly the timeline of when that light is. We've never had an enemy like this before. This isn't a 9-11. It's not a World War II. We don't have a a subject that that we can see and we said we just eliminate it this way. All we can do right now is defend ourselves against it, play offense by staying home, which is, seems to be a very defensive move, but it is actually an offensive move right now against this enemy. Wear our mask and go out so we don't spread it as much right now until the people on the front line can stabilize the situation. Doctors and scientists can make sure we got enough beds for when people, we do re-engage in society. Get it, and we'll come out of this, and the vaccine should be still over a year away. But take care of yourself and take care of your loved ones and know that if you're taking care of you, you're taking care of me. And if I'm taking care of me right now, guess what? I'm taking care of you. It's a very odd paradox right now. I mean, as separated as we are, we've never been more dependent on each other in any time in, I know in my lifetime. So know that it's going to end. Uh, tap into that, 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 that fifth gear you got. You've got it in you to be resilient right now. Um, if you can muster it, you got it in there. And rely on, rely on some people around you. Rely on your loved ones. Get to know your kids better. Get to know yourself better. Get to know your family better. Get to know your your, your property better like I'm doing because I know where the water main line is. I didn't before. Um, and know that, uh, yeah, there's a green light at the end of this red light. Told you he did a good job on that. Matthew McConaughey living in Austin, Texas, and right now kind of bunkered down with his family there in the Austin area as he's wearing his Texas golf shirt there. He's a proud Longhorn fan and alum. And that was an interview he did with 24-7 Sports' Josh Pate and a very good thing. In fact, I encourage you to go find 24-7 Sports' YouTube channel and watch that roughly 25-minute audio video 
interview in its entirety it's very well done speaking of josh pate in the later portion of this hour when we have our acc spotlight jonathan lifeheit who works at 24 7 sports is going to be on with me and i'm actually going to go back to the well i'm going to actually play an interview josh pate also did this week also he did an interview besides mcconaughey he did one with jeff collins the head coach of the georgia tech yellow jacket football program and we're going to play a portion of his conversation with the georgia tech coach as part of our acc spotlight so all i can say to josh pate and 247sports.com is way to go we appreciate it keep the good stuff coming our way if you don't mind now what about social distancing what are we going to do to get past this pandemic well, one of the things we get, 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 we're told over and over again, of course, not only to wash your hands, but you got to social distance. And Unicast is a website that tracks the social distancing of our country. And they have broken down the entire country, and they've actually gone in and given grades to every state of the good old U.S. of A. And just so you know, the country's overall grade is C minus as they search for the social distancing activity through cell phones. It's actually a little scary if you want to know the truth here, but they've done a really good job of kind of promoting how well our states are doing. The state in the country that gets the best grade with a B plus in terms of social distancing is Nevada. Nevada with a B plus ranking from unicast.com. That's Nevada. Also, Vermont is a B Believe it or not, the District of Columbia is also coming in with a B minus on this grading of social distancing. It's the social distancing scoreboard, courtesy of Unicast.com. Here in the South, we're kind of competitive. And knowing that, let me tell you out of the South, who's doing the best. And there's one state that's the absolute worst in the entire country. I'll tell you who that is in a handful of moments. But which states are doing better than others? Well, again, props to the District of Columbia, which is sort of a southern state, although it's not a state with that B-minus ranking. West Virginia and Maryland have done pretty well. Maryland comes in with a C, and West Virginia checks in on this ranking of states and their social distancing patterns, also with a roughly C on social distancing, as West Virginia got a C-minus to be specific on this. The rest of the South, outside of Maryland, and west virginia and one state that was an f the rest of the southern states all check in with d's you're doing terrible across the south according to unicast.com on their social distancing scoreboard florida is a d plus kentucky a d virginia d texas d for for dummies (laughs) mississippi a d minus oklahoma d minus missouri d minus arkansas d minus louisiana d minus alabama d minus tennessee a d minus north carolina a d minus and georgia a d minus that leaves one state in the south that i have not actually mentioned missouri is a d minus too if i didn't mention them one southern state is an f it's the only f in the entire country right now And that would be the Palmetto State of South Carolina, an absolute F on the social distancing scoreboard, according to Unicast.com. Henry McMaster has just opened up some of the businesses and such around the Palmetto State. And something tells me that if there's a grade lower than an F, South Carolina might end up being a G in the Unicast.com social distancing scoreboard if they want to continue going on with this. 
wrapping up our headlines here on today's y'all show back to tennessee we go for a a little great feel-good story a tennessee family that had a awful tornado of course went through cookville back in early march a family has now been reunited with their dog after nearly two months after she went missing after those tornadoes ripped through putnam county bella is an australian shepherd missing for 54 days and she was found sunday she alerted eric and faith johnson a person there did in tennessee that a tornado ravaged putnam county moments before it flattened the johnson's family home and eric johnson is back and reunited bella as bella has home and that, what a great thing bella was seen around the neighborhood by several witnesses and the johnsons who were at a hotel would visit their old neighborhood to leave pieces of clothes so she would remember the spot and then she was spotted again on friday so she kept coming back there this australian shepherd and finally they were able to capture her after getting a call from one of the local neighbors and and now she's in good hands back with her family isn't that a great story here as we have so many bad stories going on bella the australian shepherd back with the johnson family in cookville tennessee and finally from the good feel good stories to the bad bad stories and speedy gonzalez has been arrested in lawrenceville georgia as this 35 year old man taken into custody over the weekend after a traffic stop in gwinnett county and after months on the run mr gonzalez a mail fraud suspect who had his legal name as speedy speedy gonzalez as is in the slammer now authorities began looking for gonzalez after a victim reported in january that multiple checks stolen from his mailbox in sawani georgia and now the culprit it looks like speedy gonzalez as he was evidently swiping checks and then going to a home depot to buy more than three thousand dollars worth of merchandise with the funds before returning the items for cash and speedy booked into the jail on identity theft and theft by deception speedy no more long not quite so speedy when you're in the jail there in lawrenceville georgia in gwinnett county all right that is our headlines of what's going on in the south today when we come back we've got a quick look at some stuff going up at y'all.com gardening is a good thing to do right now if you're stuck inside and we also have a really tasty tomato inspired recipe that we'll get to all part of our fun here in this first hour of the y'all show migraines can attack anytime anywhere now there's a new kind of pill you can take anytime anywhere to treat them introducing ubrelvi or ubrojapant ubrelvi can provide relief from migraine pain and debilitating symptoms without worrying where you are or if it's too late people took ubrelvi within four hours of a migraine attack one dose can quickly stop a migraine in its tracks within two hours and many had pain relief in just one hour ubrelvi treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for migraine prevention it is available by prescription only do not take ubrelvi with strong cyp3a4 inhibitors tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take few people had side effects the most common were nausea two to four percent and tiredness two to three percent while normal routines have shifted the need for migraine treatment remains the same Contact your healthcare provider to see if Ubrelvi is right for you. Ubrelvi, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn about support and resources at ubrelvi.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by Allergan. One day I was riding along, riding my own mule Minding my own business, wasn't bothering a soul 
Now I see the possum and a raccoon. The raccoon was up the cemetery and the possum was on the ground. And we're back on the Y'all Show. Reminder, in the next segment, our friend Jonathan Leifite of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital will be dropping by with an ACC report. And included in that this week is some audio from Jeff Collins, head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Right now, we go to y'all.com for some good stuff there on the website that's all about the South. Clark Sheldon, editor, has got a couple of things that I want to share with you here. One is Homegrown Food Summit will be free and online. So if you intended to maybe get out in the garden and maybe learn a little bit more, there was this food summit plan. Now it's gone virtual. The sixth annual Homegrown Food Summit with more than 35 presentations will help you make your garden and make your table really really sparkle here presenters are best-selling authors research institutes involved in this and you'll learn seven powerful fertilizers you can make from household waste also learn how you can have vertical gardens learn how to chicken whisper that's something i've always wanted to know how to do actually never even heard of it roadkill how to know if it's safe to eat (laughs) container gardens you can learn the five best plants to grow in a greenhouse herbs for dental issues dealing with garden pests oh yes that would be very helpful learn how to make a victory garden growing backyard cannabis oh lordy also how to grow medicinal herbs all that is part of the homegrown food summit and that's going to be online airing from may 4th to may 10th you can go right now to the website homegrownfoodsummit.com and register it's free and you can go to y'all.com and find this article and the link for that is on there right now so a lot of great information coming up here pretty soon as part of this homegrown food summit learn all the details at y'all.com now if you are out there making your homegrown food work and you're going to have tomatoes out here pretty soon you have a great recipe up right now at y'all.com you need to check out tomato basil relish the perfect as perfect as a bruschetta spread on your favorite toasted french or italian loaf of bread And you can go right now to y'all.com. It's also very good on hot dogs or hamburgers, this tomato basil relish. It includes an heirloom or Cherokee or three-quarter pound red aroma tomato, a tablespoon of olive oil. you got to use fresh basil, some rosemary and vinegar. You need to use seed tomatoes using three steps. You, you got to seed the tomatoes using these three steps. Place your tomato on a cutting board, stem side facing up, then royal the tomato sideways so the stems faces to the right, and then cut the tomato down the center equator into two halves, and then use a small spoon to scoop the tomato seeds and any tough white core out of the four seed cavities. Then you can go onto a large skillet and put all this in there and heat the oil on this medium-high heat and add tomatoes then the rosemary and garlic then saute until the tomatoes soften which is around five minutes in length then you add the basil and vinegar and season with salt and pepper and serve it at room temperature and that ingredient there and those combinations of your work will create a delicious tomato basil relish that you can put again on hot dogs hamburgers or put as a spread on some of your bread if you have that laying around and you need to do something with it pretty soon if you have it in your garden the tomatoes which i doubt many of you have ripe tomatoes right now they're still probably not even planted if i had to take a guess that's more of a midsummer type vegetable but maybe you can go down to your local grocer and they've got tomatoes plenty they may not have meat but hopefully they got tomatoes probably from mexico if i had to take a guess but it would make a delicious change of pace for you here during a pandemic and those, again, stories up at y'all.com. Check it out. The ultimate guide to the South is y'all.com. Coming up next, our ACC Spotlight with our friend Jonathan Leifheit 
and uh, head coach of the Georgia Tech football team, Jeff Collins. We'll hear some audio from him. All that right here on Y'all. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next-day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like a Samsung Galaxy phone. Lease it for just $0 a month when you switch. And when you shop on Sprint.com, you'll get a $100 prepaid MasterCard, too. For now, Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus, $0 per month after $35.42 per month credit. Apply within two bills. Requires 18-month lease. New line of service and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offering coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee. Taxes and restrictions apply. $100 prepaid MasterCard. Requires port and online registration. Ships after 45 days. Card terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Member FDIC. Breaking news out of Winston-Salem this week. A change at coaching at the Wake Forest men's basketball program. This is our ACC Spotlight. Hello there. John Raw back in with you as we sort of wind up this first hour of the Y'all Show. Our buddy Jonathan Leifheit's back on with us. Jonathan from CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network. And Jonathan, the Deeks making a change, replacing Danny Manning, after several seasons in Winston-Salem, he just wasn't quite the star that he was for the Kansas Jayhawks as a player, at least in terms of being a head coach in the ACC. A little bit shocking to me that he was fired right now, Jonathan, right now instead of like two months ago. Yeah, it it was a little curious that it took him this long to make a decision. I mean, normally you got a pretty good idea coming out of the season, but whether or not you want to retain somebody, but you know, usually they'll do it pretty quickly right after the season ends. But for whatever reason, they decided to wait till now to do it. So, you know, the, the coaching carousel has been really quiet this off season. And uh, now with this late entry, it's going to make things really interesting. I thought that stealing a term from the world of golf, I know you're a big duffer, Jonathan. I thought that everybody in college basketball might get a mulligan with the way the season ended and you might see him, be able to coach the Deeks into the next year. By the way, Coach Manning at Wake Forest had a 14-42 and 42 conference record over just the past three seasons in the 2019-2020 season. Wake Forest was 13-18 and 18 overall, 6-14 and 14 in conference play, finishing, a, finishing in a tie for last place in the conference. Who were they in a tie with, Jonathan? Uh, was it uh, was it Pitt? No, it wasn't Pitt. Um Oh, it wasn't Florida State. I can sure, but it could have been North Carolina. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, uh, isn't, that, isn't that weird? By the way, speaking of coaching changes, have you heard anything about Roy Williams perhaps being shown the door? No, I have not. And uh, he's you know a Hall of Fame coach. He'll probably 
he'll get a little a bit of a leash in order to do things it's you know with with uh with manning you pointed out his record 14 and 42 in conference that's a 25 percent winning clip and he really only had one uh season where he did anything of note and that's when Wake Forest, I think it was 2017, and they played in what they call it the first four of the NCAA tournament. So they just barely squeaked in and made it in. And then they just never seemed to get any momentum whatsoever going. They'd get a good player, and then he'd take off in the offseason to you know go play somewhere and usually ended up like overseas or something. So not a big surprise to me, actually. I, I, the big surprise is not that it happened, but when it happened. Jonathan, you were right. You were right, but so was I. There was a three-way tie for the seller of the ACC with Pitt, North Carolina, and Wake Forest all having a 6-14 and 14 conference mark. All right. So I, I was thinking Pitt was down there. I just uh, wasn't 100%. Yep. And there were a couple <clears throat> teams with only seven conference wins, Miami, Boston College, and Virginia Tech. As we know, this past season was one of the worst seasons in ACC basketball history. Perhaps a good thing everything got shut down at the end of March and no conference or no no national championship play with March Madness. Jonathan, I know your nose and ear are to the ground in Winston-Salem. What are you hearing in terms of the replacement for Danny Manning? Um, you know, I don't have a good a good sense of that just yet. I mean, uh, I, it would not surprise me if they don't try and go back and uh, and pull out uh, you know somebody from from their own past. Uh, teams will typically do that. You know, they had Jeff Bezdelic who who succeeded uh, the late Skip Crosser. Uh, if they tried to find somebody off the Crosser tree, that wouldn't surprise me either. Um, uh, it, just not clear 100 percent what direction they're going to head yet. Can I throw a name out there as a possibility as sure. the next Wake Forest head coach? How about Absolutely. they go, go back to the well and they get a guy who had a daddy that was a pretty good coach there at Wake Forest, Ryan Odom. Ryan Odom. I had Dave Odom. Huh? There, there you go. That would not that would be a connection. And, of course, he's been the coach at UMBC, that team that knocked off Virginia in a 116 yeah. upset. And right now he's got a 74-44 and 44 record as a head coach. He's, he's been at the Retrievers of UMBC since 2016. So I'm just going to throw out there a possibility of Ryan Odom, Dave Odom's son, as a possibility, born in Durham, North Carolina. He's 45 years young, and I think his daddy might even live around Wake Forest in the Winston-Salem. I'm, I'm pretty sure he still does. I mean, he uh, he had quite a little run there. Uh, he was the coach there when uh, Tim Duncan passed through and Randolph Childress, both of them. Could be even Dave. Who knows? If you have Mac Brown go back and coach the Tar Heel basketball team, anything's possible. Sad news in football this past week in ACC. A signee to the Louisville Cardinals program gunned down at age 18, Dexter Rents, killed in the Orlando area. And now Shaquille O'Neal, who, of course, played in the NBA for the Orlando Magic, has reached out to the family and is going to help cover the funeral expenses for this 18-year-old who was scheduled to be a Louisville Cardinal football player. Jonathan, just a tragic story of a young man who was shot and killed late Saturday this past weekend. Yeah, and it appeared to be really kind of an accidental. There was a uh, I guess some kind of a turf war or whatever you want to call it going on between some folks and, and they got into a gun battle and, and he just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time and, and uh, took a bullet for, uh, for his efforts for, for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, really, they weren't, weren't attempting to, to go after him or anything else. He just uh, 
he just happened to be there. Yeah, and good on Shaq, the former LSU college player, for helping out a Louisville signee. This has been a rough year for a lot of people. It's been a rough year for Shaquille O'Neal. Of course, he and Kobe Bryant were pretty close, and he was pretty broken up. His sister has died here in the year 2020, and now we have all of this coronavirus going on. So good on you. Way to go, Shaquille O'Neal, again, paying the funeral expenses for Louisville signee Dexter Rents killed this past weekend. This past weekend, Jonathan, we had the 2020 NFL Draft. And I looked at an article up at College Football News that sort of rated the various conferences and their their evaluation of the conferences. The SEC had a, a banner day and had tons of picks. The ACC comes in fourth in this College Football News article as they had a lot of picks from Clemson. Clemson had many, many, while Florida State had a few, but not as many as you might think. Clemson with six players chosen, including Isaiah Simmons, who went to the Arizona Cardinals. The Atlanta Falcons got A.J. Terrell, cornerback, to go to the ATL. And the Bengals in the second round got wide receiver T. Higgins. The Miami Hurricanes had 12 draft picks. Louisville with seven, UNC seven, BC six, FSU six, UVA six. Just about everybody had somebody taken except for the Duke Blue Devils, who did not have a player chosen in the 2020 NFL draft. John, a thun. Your evaluation of the ACC in this NFL draft? Well, we kind of knew it was uh, going to be a, a little weaker year in terms of talent. Um, uh, this next year, lots of players coming back. Uh, I would expect it to be a lot deeper coming up, but uh, uh, nonetheless, and it's also not a big surprise. Um, I believe they gave out points uh, based on you know what, how many on um, having players drafted in a particular round. Mm-hmm. Not surprisingly, about a third of the points came from Clemson. Clemson has been incredible and will probably be incredible for a couple thousand years, it looks like. (laughs) Great job there, Dabo Sweeney. Well, I'll tell you another guy that's a coach in the ACC that's doing a great job, at least off the field, and that's Jeff Collins of the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech. (laughs) And Jonathan, and and he may do an incredible job here in 2020, assuming there's going to be a season, so we don't want to pick on him too much. I watched a a little interview he just did with 24-7 Sports, and he did a great job talking to your compatriot there doing a daily show. And Jeff Collins was on the show this week at 24-7 Sports. You can find it on YouTube, talking about his program. And he mentioned even though Tech did not have the best of seasons last year, he said his team never got off script. They did exactly what he (laughs) intended for them to do as they were going away from the triple option with their new style offense. But one of the things, Jonathan, that he talked about on this 24-7 sports interview was the way that Jeff Collins has brought pizzazz to the ATL and the way that they're marketing. And there's been some changes with the NCAA to allow players to essentially market themselves. So we're about to hear Coach Collins in this interview with 24-7 sports. But Jonathan kind of set it up with the way that players are able to kind of market themselves and come up with their own branding. Well, so uh, Collins is engaged a firm that really kind of help a lot of a lot of of uh, colleges. They do branding and marketing, but they do it for themselves. You know, you know, University of Oklahoma or Alabama, they're marketing the university or their sports program. In this case, what Collins is talking about is teaching players or helping players to market their own personal brand. So, you know, in this case, uh, you know, he would be a doing a, a session or getting this firm engaged to help, you know, John Rawl uh, advance the John Rawl brand and not the Georgia Tech brand. Uh-huh. And, and that's what he's talking about doing is is really kind of helping kids market themselves and, 
and get themselves out there so that uh, they can be uh, more successful in life. Here is Jeff Collins, coach of Georgia Tech's football team, talking to Josh Pate. Josh Pate of the 24-7 Sports Network, the host of The Late Kick with Josh Pate. And here's their conversation about pimping out themselves, the players, that is. The branding piece uh, is really big to me, obviously. And uh, I think us being at the forefront, uh, J1S partnered last year with the University of Oklahoma. Did some amazing things on social media the marketing pieces, the way things look, and they became a, a, a household name in the college football recruiting yeah. world by how they presented the University of Oklahoma's program. It looked really good. It was clean. It was crisp. Um, they flooded the market in a, in a, at a very high level. So when they went through the next phase of who they were going to partner with next, a bunch of big-time college football programs wanted uh, to be partnered with them. Obviously, we were one of them. The thing that they that was sold them on wanting to partner with us, obviously the recruiting class we were putting together, us being in downtown Atlanta and all the, the layers that you can build on to promote what we do. And then I think our coaching staff's presence on social media, how engaged we are, how important we see that it is, uh, made them say, hey, this program's on the rise. I'm going to get in on the ground floor and help them build something special and uh, do it for the 404, so really excited about them. And then the next phase that you talked about, so J1S is more for the football program, leveraging ourselves, positioning ourselves marketing-wise to be at the front um, relative to to college football. Jeremy Darlow is all for the players. We wanted to be now in this day and age of people talking about name, image, and likeness, those kind of things. Uh, you know, we wanted to be on the front lines of making sure our players are being exposed uh, to how to build their brand, how to network, how to showcase themselves on social media positively and get out in front of every other program in college football and say here in the city of Atlanta with the platform that we have, uh, you know, with the amount of people that are right here uh, in Atlanta and give our guys the opportunity to shine. A lot of college football programs post social media posts, and they showcase their players a a lot, but it's all relative to the school's brand or the shoe company's brand. What we do that differentiates ourselves and everybody else, when we put up a post, we tag the player's social media handle. We push our guys so that they get exposure for their own brand. And we're not worried about all these other ancillary uh, things that help other people we're all about helping our student athlete. You see Amari and Brown in the background, David Curry, Amari Walton, Tariq Carpenter, uh, James Graham right there behind me. What can we do to elevate their brand and to get them to be household names as we elevate this program? That everything we do in our program is about our players. It's not about the conference logo. It's not about the shoe logo, even though we're very proud to rock the three stripe and we do a great job representing Adidas. We want to use those platforms to help our players 
uh, shine and get exposure as well. Georgia Tech head football coach Jeff Collins talking with Josh Pate of 24-7 Sports. A great little feature there and encourage you to go on YouTube and find the interview with Josh Pate and Jeff Collins. In fact, earlier in the hour, Jonathan, we played a clip that Josh Pate, he just interviewed Texas alumnus Matthew McConaughey about his love of the Longhorns and what he's doing right now with the coronavirus. Jonathan, we appreciate your appreciate you coming on today and wish you the best of luck. We'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. You sound like Matthew. Well, we will be right back with another hour of the Y'all Show. Stay tuned. We've got hashtag Hullabaloo and Precious Harris all coming your way. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then go to Babbel.com, download the app, and try it for free. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just go to babbel.com and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or go to babbel.com and try it for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like the amazing iPhone 11. Lease it for just $15 a month when you switch to Sprint. For now, shopping online at Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com or call 800-SPRINT-1 today iPhone 11, 64 gigabyte, $15 per month after 1417 monthly credit applied within two bills. Requires new line of service, 18 month lease, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offering coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee, taxes, and restrictions apply. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And we are back with another hour of talking about everything in the South. And don't forget, in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking about country music in Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks to Precious Harris, our insider right on Music Row in Nashville. And it's her Nashville music line. And we're going to find out what's going on with country music and all the big stars courtesy of miss precious stay tuned for that hey we want to hear from you maybe you've got a question or comment you might want to fire away at precious that number to do that is 803-816-1170 also don't forget you can email us here at the y'all show as our email inbox is right now sitting at empty and we need some feedback from you 
Our email address is y'all show, Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W, y'all show at y'all.com. That's y'all show at Y-A-L-L.com. Want to hear from you here on the y'all show and we want to hear from you on social media don't forget our twitter account is at y'all show our instagram page is at y'all show and on those social media platforms we go on and find some of the good stuff and we include it in what we call now hashtag hullabaloo and we're going to start out today with melissa sperka's comments at melissa underscore m-s-s-k Melissa is a cookbook author, a blogger, a content creator, a social media influencer, and brand ambassador. She says that she's in her southern kitchen. Homemade family-style meals are always on the menu. And I think she's got one of those southern kitchen homemade family-style meals right now on the menu of the Y'all Show. Although this isn't a complete meal, it's the dessert of the meal. It's the cherry on top of the dessert meal. But man, what a delicious, delicious item she's here promoting. And I'm going to tell you what it is. As Melissa writes on Twitter, this chocolate chip toffee pecan pie is sure to satisfy everyone's sweet craving. Hashtag recipe, hashtag pecan pie, hashtag chocolate chip, and hashtag toffee. Now, Melissa writes that this is filled with chocolate toffee chips and glorious pecans pecans serve it slightly warm drizzle drizzle with a ganache of a scoop of ice cream or a bite of dessert heaven again she says fill it this dessert this chocolate chip toffee pecan pie fill it with chocolate toffee chips and glorious pecans serve it slightly warm drizzle with a ganache a scoop of ice cream or a bite of dessert heaven As she writes, this pie is reminiscent of a derby pie, and the addition of toffee chips adds another dimension of flavor. The toffee melts while the pie is baking and mingles with the sugar and butter to form a gooey caramel layer. One bite, and you'll understand how that small addition takes this pie over the top. Melissa Sperka putting out this recipe, and you can go to her twitter account at melissa underscore mssk and get linked to this chocolate chip toffee pecan pie that looks amazing in fact i'm looking at a picture there on her twitter account you have a picture of the pie and what looks like ice cream and she did say you can have a scoop of ice cream put on top and this isn't just your run-of-the-mill vanilla that she's got it's some kind of flavored ice cream that's on top of that and it looks delicious now you might have also heard me mention that you can include as part of the uh, items putting on top of this chocolate chip toffee pecan pie ganache now I'm not that familiar with this term, so let me tell you what ganache is. It's not a subdivision of Nashville. It's ganache. (laughs) Ganache, a whipped filling of chocolate and cream used in desserts such as cakes and truffles. There you have it. We're trying to teach y'all here. Ganache. We learned on Tuesday's Y'all Show, if you heard me on the show on Tuesday, I had a very special guest, the author, of cereal griller matt moore was on as well as our 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 own sort of cereal griller although he can't take that word because matt's kind of got that there with his latest book that's awesome it's his fourth book about grilling and barbecue but one of the words i learned on tuesday a cooking word that i had not heard of spatchcock spatchcock means to split open a chicken or game bird to prepare it for grilling 
and so you can go and have a little spatchcock and enjoy that in fact matt moore was mentioning on tuesday show of which you can go to our y'all.com website and find that interview or go to y'all on youtube go to our channel the y'all show and watch the interview we did with both matt moore and matt hermans and he mentioned his kids who like most kids if i had to guess have grown up eating chicken but they just haven't eaten chicken in a spatchcock way they've been eating it like a mcdonald's happy meal way but his kids, because of the virus, who are stuck at home, have really, really come to appreciate the various uh, parts of a chicken that are cooked in a spatchcock way. And you can tear out the leg or the thigh and, and enjoy it that way. And boy, we love our chicken here in the South. Although, if you're keeping up with the stories of the South and the coronavirus, some of our meat processing plants are really taking it hard with hundreds of employees coming down with the virus and some of these plants are shutting down even some of our poultry plants are right now not working the way they should be because of employees testing positive so we hope all that gets remedied here good news there's no plant anywhere that i'm aware of that's going to shut down that's going to be maybe a plant that would be involved in the making of this here chocolate chip toffee pecan pie hopefully coronavirus doesn't affect pecans and toffee and all the ingredients that go into melissa's great recipe again go to her website there as she's a southern kitchen homemade family style meal kind of gal melissa Sperka at melissa underscore m s s k now let's keep the fun going in terms of food let's go to kim myers and she's on twitter at fern holler f-e-r-n-h-o-l-l-e-r i like that kim myers you you got a really good twitter handle As Kim writes in her profile, she's a pianist, a teacher and performer, a church musician, and she's also known as an escaped attorney. Counselor Kim Myers, thank you for escaping to music and also with your Twitter handle, at Fern Holler. Here's what Kim is writing on Twitter this week that's kind of related to food that looks delish. As she writes, hashtag quarantine life, hashtag southern, hashtag redneck, boiled turnip roots over corn muffins, with crumbled bacon and chopped green onions, plus a little splash of Louisiana sugar cane vinegar. Yum. And she's got a photo of all this right here together on her Twitter handle, at Fern Holler, of all these things together. And it looks delicious. Now, let me go back and recap all the things. I mean, she's been busy going to the grocery store and pulling up all these items because it's a lot to to fire away as part of quarantine life boiled turnip roots over corn muffins with crumbled bacon and chopped green onions oh yeah you got to add in a little splash of louisiana sugar cane vinegar yum 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 now i don't know how you are guaranteed to find louisiana sugar cane vinegar is it on the actual bottle at the store if you go there i I actually have not paid that close attention to vinegar when i go buy it i i know there's always the question mark do you buy the red vinegar i guess it would be the apple vinegar or that clear vinegar vinegar and usually i go with the apple and and she's got as part of the ingredients here of her recipe that she's got here with this picture she's got chopped green onions and i haven't done this in a long time i don't know if y'all grew up around green onions i used to literally pool green onions that was one of the products that was grown on the farm that i grew up on with my parents are vegetable farmers if you don't know that 
and we are really big into collard greens and we grow turnip greens and yeah we got those boiled turnip roots available but one thing we also grow big time green onions and i've spent probably five years in a green onion field growing up as a child and one of the things that my father would do that i kind of stole the idea from him a few times in my childhood is one delicacy you can enjoy if you'd like try this sometime if you're a good southerner you might like this get you some green onions you know the big long ones not the little tiny ones i'm talking the ones that are maybe a half inch diameter the ones that are really kind of big in the grocery store you go get those and you, you peel off the, the the couple of layers on them so you don't have any dirt and you don't have the coronavirus <laughs> when you're peeling those layers off but what you do is you get you a, a, a green onion with the, the green, the big long part of the body in addition to the white end that's the really yummy part. The stem is what I was trying to say. And you you take that green onion and you, and you pour you a bowl of vinegar. Maybe the apple vinegar is what I would recommend. And you dip those green onions in that vinegar and then you eat it. You, 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 you just crunch it like Bugs Bunny. <clears throat> and... Uh, it's really good. It's really good. Now that's something I haven't done in about forty years, but it's it's a it's a pretty good little delicacy. If you have some green onions lying around and some vinegar, try it. I think you'll like it if you like that kind of combination of onions and vinegar. The problem is you're gonna have to go brush your teeth and gargle for about two days after. I mean, we're not just talking about vinegar in your in your palate. We're talking about green onions and all that mixed together. But some of you might like it. Some of you might like that taste. Of course, when dear old dad would do that, he was also at that time a big smoker. So I I doubt he could even taste it. And I doubt the the lingering effects of both vinegar and onions were in his palate that long if he was uh, puffing down the Winstons that he was doing back in the 1970s of the time period I'm talking about here. All right, let's keep the coronavirus conversation going now, courtesy of a nurse in Tennessee. I don't know this lady's name. I wish I did. She's funny. And she just went to a grocery store here this week, and she got kind of peeved. And there's no better way to tell you how peeved she is than to to tell you that she got out her cell phone, like a lot of people do when they get mad these days, and she hit the record button. And I found this video on social media, and I'm going to play it for you, this nurse from Tennessee who's fed up. And this video on YouTube is called Touch Your Face. Again, lady, I don't know your name, but we appreciate it. Evidently, you're out just like all of our people who are working in the healthcare industry with the coronavirus pandemic risking their lives. Some of them have lost their lives. And of all things, she goes into a grocery store and she had an encounter with a woman in front of her who was a little bit overreacting, in my opinion. And I think you'll agree once you hear this audio again from a nurse somewhere in the volunteer state and this video called Touch Your Face. Here, here's the audio from that right now on today's y'all show and up until today i have managed to not ever have to do a rant video on facebook but apparently today is my day um just left the grocery store and as we all know the coronavirus covid19 whatever we're calling it this week has driven people completely insane and the woman in line in front of me just apropos of nothing just starts shrieking at the poor little guy ringing her up that he has just touched his face and that he therefore must wash his hands. 
just shrieking this to the top of her lungs, so I'm assuming she surely to God must be the head of the CDC because she says it with such conviction. And by the way, lady, it's you're not supposed to touch your face. Doesn't really matter so much if he touches his. Um, I digress. The little guy says, I can't wash my hands right now. She says, I'll wait. Great. Well, I'll wait, I guess, lady. He says, I have hand sanitizer. So he takes like a quarter of a little squirt, does this little thing on his hands for about a quarter of a second, which basically would have just served to incite a riot and maybe kill off two small, weak germs, to which the head of the CDC in her kitten-covered lab coat nods and fervently agrees that he's, you know, saved the universe with that. He kind of refrains from rolling his eyes, which I think makes him a saint. And then she goes on <laughs> to whip out her credit card and use the debit pad that every finger-licking, booger-picking, double-digit IQ idiot has touched all day long after going to the bathroom and not washing their hands. And then she just walks on out with her groceries. Completely oblivious to the fact that everyone who handled those groceries prior to her getting them has left their little touch and trace of germs all over them. That going down the conveyor belt, they probably picked up chicken juice and everything else. But thank God that kid used that quarter of a squirt of Purell. She has saved the day and kept us all safe from the coronavirus. Y'all... It doesn't matter what we do. There's so many stupid people in this world. We're never going to survive anyway. So touch your face. Just just touch it. Just touch it. It's all that's left. All right. Search YouTube or some other social media option for you. You might be able to find this audio slash video of a nurse from Tennessee fed up about an idiot in front of her at the grocery line or maybe even the Dollar General. Who knows? Uh, touching your face is what this is called. And, and she's all about it. Just... Uh, if you if the coronavirus wants to find you, we can wear a mask and we can l put lotion on and and the the hand sanitizer all day long and we can run around quarantine. But ultimately, if it wants to find you, chances are it just might. That doesn't mean we need to be just complete idiots and asking to get it, but we don't need to necessarily be going to the measures that this lady in the grocery store was doing in front of our Tennessee nurse and causing such a scene. Yep, we got dummies amongst us for sure. When the Y'all Show continues here on the Y'all Show, we're going to, here on the program that's all about the South, we're going to have Precious Harris, our Nashville Music Row insider. She's going to be on to talk about what's going on in country music's capital city. That's up next as the Wednesday Y'all Show continues. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then go to Babbel.com, download the app, and try it for free. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just go to Babbel.com and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com and try it for free. 
That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Migraines can attack anytime, anywhere. Now there's a new kind of pill you can take anytime, anywhere to treat them. Introducing Ubrelvi or Ubrojapant. Ubrelvi can provide relief from migraine pain and debilitating symptoms without worrying where you are or if it's too late. People took Ubrelvi within four hours of a migraine attack. One dose can quickly stop a migraine in its tracks within two hours, and many had pain relief in just one hour. Ubrelvi treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for migraine prevention. It is available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrelvi with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Few people had side effects. The most common were nausea, 2 to 4%, and tiredness, 2 to 3%. While normal routines have shifted, the need for migraine treatment remains the same. Contact your healthcare provider to see if Ubrelvi is right for you. Ubrelvi, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn about support and resources at ubrelvy.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by Allergan. I keep hearing your concern about my happiness. But all that thought you're giving me is conscience, I guess. If I were walking in your shoes, I wouldn't worry enough. Are you and your friends are worried about me? I'm having lots of fun. Counting flowers on the wall, that don't bother me at all. Playing solitaire till dawn with the deck of 51. Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Arguably one of the most famous songs in the discography of the Statler Brothers, Flowers on the Wall. And sadly, we just lost one of the members of the Statler Brothers, one of the brother members of the Statler Brothers, as Harold Reed passed away at the age of 80 from kidney failure. He died on Friday of last week. Hello, this is the Y'all Show. John Rawl back with you. It's time for our report from Nashville's own Precious Harris and the Nashville Music Line. Precious Harris is the author of I Know Country. That's got 366 daily country music questions and answers. You can buy and instantly download your ebook copy at iknowcountry.com. Precious Harris is also a music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. Go to the website collegeofsongology.com for all of the juicy details and go to Precious's blog, nashvillemusicline.com. Also, go to y'all.com. Each week on y'all.com, we post up Precious's Nashville Music Line report. And let me be the first to report, Precious Harris is on right now on the Y'all Show. Hello, Precious. Good day, darling. How are you? Oh, good day to you. And sadly, again, we lost the member of the Statler Brothers. And that song we're playing, by the way, Flowers on the Wall, that goes back to 1965 when that was really a crossover sensation and really put them on the map. Then they had many decades of great country music hits after that one. But Precious, I know you had a chance through your life to hear Statler Brothers music. And, of course, they had that show on the Nashville Network that aired a long time on Saturday evenings. And now this Virginia native passing away in his native Virginia as the Statler Brothers Quartet elected to the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2008, and they were the CMA Vocal Group of the Year every year from 1972 to 1977, and again in 1979, 80, and 84. And that TNN series that we told you about aired from 1991 to 1998, and it was the Nashville Network's highest-rated program. 
My oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah, they had the Mandrells. You know, they were on National Network. But, yeah, the Statler brothers always had interesting guests. And I had the privilege, the privilege of meeting uh, Harold and Don. Um, they usually are all together when you would see them at events and stuff. But for some odd reason, they decided to ride together and got caught in a traffic jam. And I was coming in one way, and they were going out the other. And I stopped them and told them, I said, I just want you to know that I've heard your music ever since I've come into this world at my grandmother's house. <laughs> and, they, and they, you're like, she's their biggest fan. And they said, tell her hello. And back then, they go, if you have a camera, we could take a picture. And I never had a camera, but by God, I did from then on, you know. Hmm. Uh, anyway, but yeah, and then, of course, Eric Heavily redid Flyers on the Wall. He and he did. got a personal call. Yeah. That was his uh, big breakout single, was a remake on Mercury. I think it was 1992. It hit the charts on his debut record. Luke Lewis produced it. But anyway, he, uh, he the it was so popular when he would sing it at Tootsie's that people would come in off the streets and they the farm marshal would have to stop people. So he thought, this might be a, a, you know, a, 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 a sign that I need to put this on my record. Of course, it flips charts like a, like a Chris Stapleton song. But uh, anyway, but the the brothers actually gave their blessing on the song uh, "Flowers on the Wall," and uh, they were they loved. It. They said, of course, other people has remade it and sang it over the years, but uh, the commercial success that um, that that Eric Heavily had with it was uh, very pleasing to them. I'm sure on the songwriting royalties and the publishing royalties for Eric doing that. The Statler Brothers with this bass singer, Harold Reed, who was also kind of the comedian of the foursome. They recorded more than 50 albums. They earned 13 gold records and eight platinum records. They placed 66 songs on the country music charts before officially retiring back in 2002. And Precious, if you don't mind, without you getting a little too excited, besides Flower on the Wall, I'm going to mention some of their other big songs. Do you remember these? Oh yes, <laughs> yes. That was my grandmother's song. Oh yeah, yep. I, I was wanting to make sure you you actually knew that was one of their song titles. Nineteen seventy two was the year for that one, and it went to number two on the chart. And another great song followed that one, "The Class of Fifty Seven. Yes, that was my daddy's class, actually. <laughs> really? Yes, class Sunfish, Class of Fifty Seven, and Sam Bush is uh, Sam Bush is from Sunfish. You know, from Newgrass Revival. Mm-hmm. And some, I think some fish's population is 385. Seriously. Is that in Kentucky? Kentucky, right close to about 29 miles north of Bowling Green. But Sam Bush is from Sunfish. His daddy went to Sunfish High School. But my dad was in the Sunfish High class of 57. Salute. And of course, the Statlers out of Virginia. I think Stanton, Virginia is where they're from. Some of their other hits in the 1970s. Precious, this is a song title. I need to just uh, tell everybody this. I think of you when I see this song. I'll go to my grave loving you. Oh, isn't you sweet? Well, I'm sweet, but their next song is another good one, and it was a number one. Do you know, Precious, that you are my sunshine? Yes. Do you know know you are my sunshine? And also they had How to Be a Country Star was in the top ten back in the 70s, and then when you got to the 80s, they had songs like Don't Wait on Me, You'll Be Back Every Night in My Dreams, and then they had Oh Baby Mine, I Get So Lonely. Also, Elizabeth, that was a number one song. And, oh, yeah, and, that's my favorite one. That's when Jimmy Fortune had came in as a lead singer, I think. Yes, 
And yes. My Only Love was number one. This song didn't go to number one, but it definitely showed off the deep va- bass vocal of Harold Reed. And it was, I said, hello, Mary Lou. And then Harold would say, precious. Goodbye, heart. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't say it that loud. He said, goodbye, heart. And, goodbye, heart. Yeah, goodbye, heart. Yeah, that was a good one. Between Harold singing bass and then the Oak Ridge Boys, Richard Sturbin with his bass pipes. Man, we had some good songs going on in this time period of country music. Then they had a couple of more hits in the 80s. A number one with My Only Love and Too Much on My Heart from the album Partners in Rhyme. And then they kind of finished off their top tens in 1989 with a fantastic Vietnam War tribute, More Than a Name on a Wall, that went to number six in 1989. But we remember Harold Reed of the Statler Brothers passing away at the age of 80 after a battle with kidney failure. And our thoughts go to the Statler Brothers in Stanton, Virginia. Precious, let's go ahead and ask the trivia question right now. With whom did Dolly Parton perform on April 29, 1989 at Dollywood? It was the first time they had ever performed a full concert together in more than a decade. Going back again to 1989 on this date, we'll have the answer for that coming up in the next segment. So we'll have to have you all stick around for this. Well, from the Statler Brothers to the Rolling Stones, Precious. It's not country, but there's a new song called Living in a Ghost Town from the Stones. And this is a timely song about how life has changed for all of us during this COVID-19 pandemic. The music video at YouTube shows shots of empty streets, parks, and subway stations all over the world. and includes the lyrics, you can search for me. I had to go underground. Life was so beautiful. Then we all got locked down. Feel like a ghost living in a ghost town. Have you heard this song from the Stones, Precious? I have. And, you know, they had already actually had started to write this song. Uh, uh, Mick did and way before the pandemic um anyway and then he called uh oh my gosh keith keith richards oh, keith richards yes and uh called keith and was telling about they started uh collaborating and then when this went down they had got back together and he said man we could take ghost of this ghost town and turning around it would be perfect for what's going on in the whole world right now and that's what they did well, it's a pretty smart move, and we wish them all luck. I don't know how many country music stations will be playing this new Stone song, Living in a Ghost Town, but I know a lot yeah. of country music artists like Red Akins grew up on the Stones and are big fans of them, so I know they'll be tuning in. I know one guy that has recently cut a – actually, he and his co-partner there with Big and Rich, they've come out – with a very good song in terms of the pandemic. And we played it last Friday on the Y'all Show. I don't know if you've had a chance yet to hear Stay Home from Big and Rich, another song inspired by the pandemic. What did you think of that if you've heard it? Well, of course, it's got John Rich written all over it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Just so John. You know, because he and I, we met in 1990. Yep. 91. Climbing in a storage we, uh, unit. Climbing in the storage unit. That's it. And, uh, but he's, I'm not saying he's predictable, but he's very predictable when it comes to he's a very strong personality. And if he believes in it, he sees it, you're going to know about it, you know, uh, either in his music, either on his talk show, somehow, some way he's going to get it out there. Uh, but I'm I was I'm not surprised that he did. it. You know, he's still paying his employees health insurance. Is he? Yeah, he sure is. Uh, his uh, his cousin is a, is a friend of mine and uh and keep up and of course just knowing 
him, I'm not surprised that he's doing that. You know, but once again, Nashville, Davidson County, Nashville, Mm -hmm. because Davidson County is considered the city of Nashville. uh, It's going to be there's no timeline. And so everybody's still holding their breath and want to be safe. But, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised with Mr. John on that for sure. It's getting airplay. I've heard it on a couple of country stations already, including our affiliates that carry the Y'all Show. Again, Stay Home is the song. And to their credit, it's a really fun, upbeat song, even though the pandemic is not very upbeat. A welcome change here, and good to hear them. Now, one thing, Precious, they I don't know how in the world they recorded this thing. I, I know John Rich has made a few dollars in his time, so he's probably got a studio in his compound there off of Love Circle in Nashville. But... Are you hearing any people going in and recording anything right now on Music Row? No, I actually have a studio in my basement, in the basement of my building. Mm-hmm. It's Early Ar- Mandrell's husband's studio. Yeah, he's not been there uh, recording. Uh, the other studio does the mixing for Blake Shelton and Hunter Hayes and some of the others. The mixing studio there, they've not been there. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that John had had the engineer or the mixer come to his house and work on it there because he's got a full-fledged stage, huge stage, huge, um, like an event space mm-hmm. from off from his house. Uh, and then he's also has the recording studio, I think, on the second floor of this compound, of his, it's, he's got a compound, but he also has two, a huge event space with, I think, the studios on top of that. And then uh, on top of that, I think, uh, is a place for people who need to record things going on. That it's like a lounge place and a place where you could chill out. And you know that because, well, before all this mess started, you and your great friend slash hubby went to a party there. Yes, he, uh, he uh, did a, invited some of the media people there to listen to him and uh, Cowboy Troy was there. And uh, some of his military, you know, he's very big on military. Some military buddies were there. And he introduced his pork uh, uh, tur- jerky. Yeah. Yeah. Because I kept wanting to say beef jerky. I'm like, wait, no, it's not beef jerky. It's, it's pork, pork jerky. jerky. Pork jerky, yes. I'd like to go get some of that right now because we might be running out of meat here if all these factories shut down because people at the factories at the meat processing plants are coming down with the coronavirus on this day in country music history oh charlie rich was number one on the charts with behind closed doors on this day april 29th 1973 it was charlie's first number one and it spent 20 weeks at number one also becoming a crossover hit on the pop charts it would be named single of the year at both the acm awards and the cma awards again behind closed doors from the Silver Fox, Charlie Rich, number one on this day in 1973. And skipping forward to 1991, oh, Alan Jackson's got a nice head of hair. Not quite silver, though, at least not in 1991. But it was on this date in 91 that he released Don't Rock the Jukebox. And it would be his second number one on the Hot Country Singles Chart. And it got Alan the ASCAP Country Song of the Year Award in 1992. Don't Rock the Jukebox, which also was the album, the name of that album, which I think was his second album there on Arista Records, taking you back to 1991 for AJ. This week's country music birthdays. Earlier in the week, Rascal Flatts' Jay DeMarcus, he celebrated his 49th birthday as he was born in 1971. Also this week, 
The Brothers Osborne's John Osborne had a birthday on the 27th. Now, on this big day in country music, man, this is a big time, Precious. Do you know who's got a birthday today? Who? He's got his 87th birthday going on, Willie Hugh Nelson. <laughs> oh, yeah, Willie. Okay. Yes, today is a. 29th <laughs> yeah it is 29th as willie celebrates 87 we'll have to light one up although he's not smoking marijuana he's uh digesting it i think these days also a texas boy another one Dwayne allen of the oak ridge boys born on this day in 1943 happy 77th to you Dwayne allen also ashley gorley a hit songwriter in nashville her birthday is today as well as michael ray born on this day in 1988 and here in a few days on may 1st northeast louisiana's tim mcgraw has a big birthday he'll be turning 53 years young and then larry gatlin of the gatlin brothers his birthday is may 2nd he was born in 1948 and also on may 2nd ty herndon from butler alabama he's got a birthday as he'll be celebrating his 58th birthday on the 2nd of may one more segment left with precious harris as we continue on with our coverage of everything country music and nashville and boy am i excited precious guess who i'm going to give a little music love to when we come back from the break it's either going to be dolly Parton or steve warner well i love dolly but i love me some steve warner and so we're going to play a great steve warner song and we'll also talk about what steve's doing with clint black Oh, it's going to be exciting news, plus a little Ingrid Andrus update. All that as we wrap up this y'all show. Don't you go anywhere. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next-day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like a Samsung Galaxy phone. Lease it for just $0 a month when you switch. And when you shop on Sprint.com, you'll get a $100 prepaid MasterCard, too. For now, Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus, $0 per month after $35.42 per month credit. Apply within two bills. Requires 18-month lease. New line of service and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offer and coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee. Taxes and restrictions apply. $100 prepaid MasterCard. Requires port and online registration. Ships after 45 days. Card terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Member FDIC. Migraines can attack anytime, anywhere. Now there's a new kind of pill you can take anytime, anywhere to treat them. Introducing Ubrelvi or Ubrojapant. Ubrelvi can provide relief from migraine pain and debilitating symptoms without worrying where you are or if it's too late. People took Ubrelvi within four hours of a migraine attack. One dose can quickly stop a migraine in its tracks within two hours, and many had pain relief in just one hour. Ubrelvi treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for migraine prevention. It is available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrelvi with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Few people had side effects. The most common were nausea, 2 to 4%, and tiredness, 2 to 3%. While normal routines have shifted, the need for migraine treatment remains the same. Contact your healthcare provider to see if Ubrelvi is right for you. Ubrelvi, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn about support and resources at ubrelvy.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by Allergan.
getting restless It's smoky, loud and hot The band is heating up And giving everything they got Somebody check the exit In case a fire breaks out We're packed and tied It's Saturday night And we're burning the roadhouse down We're burning it down We're burning the roadhouse down The band is in full swing And man, there ain't no stopping now There'll be nothing left but ashes When Sunday rolls around But it's alright, it's Saturday night And we're burning the roadhouse down Oh, that was a big song for both Steve Warner and Garth Brooks back in the late 1990s. Burning the Roadhouse Down from Steve Warner and Mr. Brooks. In fact, those two were together recently. I think it was last Wednesday with a Warner Wednesday. That is a live deal on Facebook. Steve Warner has been since the coronavirus going on Facebook and doing a live broadcast. And his buddy Garth Brooks joined him there for that. I think Garth was alongside Tricia for that Warner Wednesday of last week. And he's got a very special guest going to be on Warner Wednesday this evening. I'll tell you about that. But first, let me remind you, this is the Y'all Show, our final segment, and our Nashville Music Insider, Precious Harris, is on. This is the Nashville Music Line. And speaking of Steve Warner, as I said, he's got these Warner Wednesdays. And this is the 22nd anniversary of Burning the Roadhouse Down. If you'll go back to those late 90s, Garth and Steve, they kind of collaborated on a few songs. And this was one of them. They're great friends. In fact, I believe I'm right on this, uh, Precious, our own insider, especially there covering Garth Brooks. I think Steve Warner was one of Garth's heroes growing up. I, I think Steve Warner greatly influenced a young Garth Brooks before he got to be so famous. Am I right on that? You sure are. Okay. Matter of fact, uh, Garth had actually inducted Steve too into the. I was there uh, into the Musicians Hall of Fame. That was a wonderful, wonderful night. Mm. But yeah, they were friends. But see, they were also label mates. You know, Steve was on Arista, and mm. then he. Uh, his first out, you know, he had a couple of albums with Arista because that's when I was interning there. Mm-hmm. And then he went over to Capitol Records, where was Garth's label at the time. And they were, um, you know, of course, you're going to meet being at the same label. And, of course, Steve being one of Garth's heroes, that the friendship just bloomed because they both had, number one, they both loved their mother. They both loved music. They both revered their faith. They both loved music. So it was just a natural friendship that happened, you know. And that friendship carried on in 1998 with that song we were playing, Burning the Roadhouse Down. But actually, Precious, that was a sequel to another collaboration they had had the year before. In 1997, Long Neck Bottle came out from Garth on his label, and Steve co-wrote that song alongside Rick Carnes. And if you hear that song, Long Neck Bottle, you'll actually hear Steve, I won't say singing, but doing that little Steve Warner uh, rhyming with his his uh, words and such, and he's certainly playing a mean guitar lick on the song "Long Neck Bottle." Oh yes, I got to see Steve and Sam Bush, the Headhunters in Exile, at a couple of three years three year, years ago at the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame inductions because they're all Kentuckians. Mm-hmm. It was incredible to watch Steve and the guitar, and with Sam Bush and the Headhunters in Exile. It was magic. I was sitting there like a little, you know, thirteen-year-old girl at a, at a, at a Rick Nelson concert or a, <laughs> or a Donny Osmond concert, going, ah, that were people. Most of y'all gonna not, not gonna know, will not know who Donny Osmond is, but if you're fifty-five years or older, you probably will. <laughs> 
And if you don't know who he is, just go to Vegas as he's pretty still pretty active out there alongside yes. his, his sister. Hey, another Steve Warner nugget of information to pass along. If you missed out his collaboration with Garth Brooks last week on Facebook Live, big news as this evening, again on Facebook Live, you can actually tune in and see Clint Black on the Warner Wednesday because Clint and Steve Warner have been uh, burning the roadhouse down, if you want to say that, as they have some music that they've been writing together. And Clint's about to release Out of Sane on June 19th, and this will be his 23rd album, and it follows a 2019 project called Still Killing Time as his first song, the the uh, Better Man was the first song from the album, Killing Time. Last year was the 30th anniversary of that song coming out on RCA Records, and he wrote a new song with Steve Warner, America Still in Love with You, and it's the first single from this new album. And again, it is a song about national unity. And it was written, I think, in terms of a heated election season that was forecasted for this fall. But right now with the coronavirus, it has a whole nother meaning. You can catch and watch the video of this new single at ClintBlack.com. Again, this is a song that Clint Black and Steve Warner co-wrote. And it is America Still in Love with You. And again, tune in tonight to Steve Warner's Facebook page and catch out the interview that Steve does with Clint Black talking about their collaboration. A fantastic Wednesday night programming for you. If you have nothing else out there, and encourage you to tune in and see Williamson County, Tennessee's own Steve Warner. All right, let's move from some of the country greats to a young lady who's trying to make her mark on country music in a big way, and, and she's kind of on that rat road, Precious Harris. Ingrid Andrus, she set a new record. Her album, Ladylike, is the highest streaming country female debut of all time, and the album's success was largely driven by the popularity of More Hearts Than Mine, the first official song from this project. Precious, let us know more about Ingrid Andrus. Well, she's been signed to Warner Brothers for about two, almost three years now. But she, uh, she's got a standing. She was a part of the New Faces show at the Country Radio Seminar this this past uh, February and got a standing ovation. Did and uh, yes, Ingrid did. She brought uh, just came out with just her and the piano. And uh, most of the time you have a full band. She had a band later, but she came out and. Uh, you know, with just the, her and the piano. And I thought, okay, you're sitting in front of 2,000 country DJs. You know, I hope you don't miss a lick on the piano. Because most of the time, people hire a piano player and then they sing with it instead of sitting down singing it themselves. So I thought that was very impressive, especially since it's a very high-profile show and that can basically get you spins or not get you spins. And so you're extra nervous. But if, if she was, she sure she didn't let she did not let it show. Ingrid uh, Andrus, the name, a certainly a big force to be in country music, and we're looking forward to listening to her music. In fact, I put in a request to do an interview. I know she's probably uh, quarantined somewhere, but Ingrid, if you're listening, we'd love to interview you right here on the Y'all Show. Oh, yeah, and she's uh, a friend of mine was one of the stagehands that night, and he said she was just very, very sweet. So that's a good thing to know because sometimes artists up and coming – but I think that she's been through so much and just, you know, and she's really been patient and done what she's supposed to do to get where she's at today, that she is in that circle of knowing where you are, and where you've been and where you're going to. So she's very respectful of people that are around her that's helped her in any small way. So uh, but I knew the first time I heard that single that she was going to be huge. And again, we hope to connect with her is she is a Colorado native. 
and is 28 years young again more hearts than mine one of the great songs from her great projects from her all right let's talk about another lady that's got a couple of projects in her resume and that's dolly parton and precious speaking of dolly this is part of our trivia question this week with whom did dolly perform on april 29 1989 at her theme park in east tennessee dollywood this was the first time that dolly and this person had performed a full concert together in more than 10 years who was that lucky person that was her former business partner porter wagner oh yeah and they had a lot of duets and were on the porter wagner tv show as Dolly told CMT at the time, we fought a lot. We were very much alike. We were both stubborn. We both believed that we knew what was best for me. And, of course, that 1974 smash, the original version, I Will Always Love You, was about her feelings for Porter Wagner out of Missouri. Yep. And he, uh, you know, when he passed away, uh, she was one of the very first artists to come out, you know, and make a statement about it. And... uh because, you know, him being a Grand Ole Opry star, he did help a lot of careers along the way. And I did I get I got to work with him for a, for about three or four months when I did Chicken Soup for the Country Soul, because he's the one who helped me put together the CD that was in the back of the book, hmm. you know, and the money from the sale of the book. We gave I think we gave 15 percent of every book sale to the Grand Ole Opry Trust Fund, which helps, the you know, Grand Ole Opry members who may have some health issues and things that may not have the insurance completely covering it. Cause we all know that if you're an entertainer, sometimes you don't always have the best insurance when mm-hmm. it comes to health, but yeah. And uh, before I forget, I wanted to tell you the ACM awards and the Americana awards, Americana, you know, you'll have uh, the guy that used to be part of a, a stairway to heaven that lived in Frankfurt, Robert plant. Mm-hmm. He's there. And then Jim Lauderdale and you'll hear a lot of the different, or they don't know where to put them. There's a joke around Nashville. They stick them in Americana. <laughs> but like the, the Civil Wars, John Paul White, you know, Chris Stapleton made an appearance last year. And then, of course, you got Dave Cobb because he produces. But it's just a plethora of the really good Roots Music Awards here. But it's the same night as the AMC Awards, and they're both going to be broadcast on you September mean 16th. ACM? ACM, yes. Sorry, you know me. I'm dyslexic well, and I'm blind. I wanted to make sure that the <laughs> AMC movie channel wasn't bringing all the Hollywood stars to Nashville. On the- hey, blame it on the blonde. I'm going to write a song that says, blame it on the blonde. That's what I'm going to that, do. That's a hit right there. Speaking of hits, Precious, a quick look at the current top five chart of the Billboard Country Airplay. At number five is Thomas Rhett and John Pardee, Beer Can't Fix. Gabby Barrett's at number four with I Hope. Ingrid Andrus, we were just talking about Ingrid. Her song, More Hearts Than Mine, checks in at number three right now. Morgan Wallen's Chasing Use at number two. And congratulations to the Lovebirds, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Nobody But You is numero uno this week. Nobody But You is Blake's 27th country airplay number one. And it is Gwen Stefani's first time to ever top this particular chart. She's also topped the all-genre Billboard 100 chart with Hollaback Girl back in 2005 and that is a look at what all's going on in music city usa courtesy of our music row insider precious harris precious thank you we'll talk to you next week everybody have a good one i'll have some good bits for next week to announce 
up-and-coming stuff when hopefully Nashville gets back to normal. Oh, we're waiting. Goodbye, everybody. We're waiting on that, everybody. All right, reminder, coming up on Thursday's Y'all Show, we're going to go touring. We're going to go to Auburn, Opelika, Alabama. It is our next stop on our Spring Swing Tour. We'll virtually go there and talk to the tourism officials of Auburn, Alabama. Also, we'll go to the hotel at Auburn University for a great, great report on that amazing property right by the Auburn campus. And we'll also got we got some restaurant information passing along to you as well on Thursday. Come along us. We go to the plains of Auburn. War Eagle to you. It's Auburn, Alabama. Our and oh, don't want to leave out Opelika, part of our spring tour of 2020, our second stop of the tour. All that on the Thursday Y'all Show. We hope you join us. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then go to Babbel.com, download the app, and try it for free. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just go to Babbel.com and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com and try it for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com.